Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome back to Subculture After Dark. Well, we've got some very special guests on the phone right now. Stellar Circuits have just dropped their second feature album, Sight to Sound. And of course, we've been playing the singles off this amazing album. And we're going to play another one in just a moment. But we thought we would actually get two members of the band on the phone today to talk a little bit about this stunning new album. So welcome to the program, Jesse and Ben. Hello, how's it going? Thanks for having us. I'm going really, really well. Now, guys, this album is just an absolutely sensational album. Tell us a little bit about what you guys were hoping to achieve with this album this time around. Oof, what were we trying to achieve? Well, we just wanted people to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we, we were trying to grow, man. Um, We're always trying to push ourselves, but really, at the end of the day, it's just... We try to write and play what we like to hear, and we hope that people dig it, you know? A lot of people, a lot of bands will say that the second album is one of the hardest albums to to write because you're coming off a a first album, but then you've got this second album that you've got to do. How did you find that experience, especially considering that the the first album did so well for you guys? Um, well, there... Honestly, man, writing music the way we do, um, it's a bit difficult, man. We put a lot into it. Um, I can't say that there seem to be uh, more difficulties with this one as compared to the last one. We sort of just put our heads down and work our asses off to just try to make something that we think is good. Thankfully, we had the time between the last record to sort of reassess and get our inspiration back before we started again. But uh it's challenging, man. Writing music um, and then getting four people to agree on it can be—it can be difficult, but it's worth it for sure. Definitely, the most fulfilling part um, is writing together and then just kind of seeing it develop into something that you maybe had never, you know, anticipated. So that's, at least for me, I, I feel like that's kind of the most fulfilling thing. So I know, I know that. All of us really enjoy writing, so it's not really... It's hard, but, you know, just put the time in and we, uh, you know, we just end up developing these ideas that turn into an album over time. What is that writing process like for you guys? Do you all get together and and write together, or do you all um, go away and do your own thing and then bring it to the table? Um, In the end product, yeah, it's like all of us are kind of working together um tyler and i tyler our drummer and uh i uh jesse because we're not on video you can't tell who it is but uh we we kind of just lay down the foundations typically um so like the rhythm sections will be laid down and then and then jared our guitarist will come in lay some ideas down and then we'll kind of all work together on transitions and whatnot and like have a solidified idea and foundation down for Ben to uh, work on. 
So that's usually, that's typically the the uh, the way that things go down. Ben, you you mentioned in another interview that you really wanted to push past the point of comfort when you're writing music on on this album. Tell us a little bit about that process. Where, where did that take you, going past that comfort level? Um, it 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 usually ends up in a place that I didn't expect. That's for sure. Um, and I don't know, man. I know everybody has their own way of writing music. For me writing music is a sort of a spiritual thing so i try to just kind of get into a place where i feel like i'm really open and vulnerable to the music that my friends are making uh which i always am and i just sort of try to dig as deep as i can um i feel like when i'm in the middle of writing something if if i have like a really intense emotional reaction when i'm laying something down i usually try to you know focus on that and, and and push that further so um, it's kind of hard to explain the process other than really just kind of immersing myself fully in, in the sounds that I hear and then trying to be as honest as I can and as creative and with my voice and, and otherwise I really just try to not let anything hold myself back from expressing myself, um, especially uh, self-consciousness or anything like that. You mentioned before as well about the writing process taking on the direction of the album. Was there any concepts or any themes that you guys found were coming out during that writing process that that we see on this album? I think um, I think there is a commonality between a lot of the music that we write. I think there's there's sort of like a sense of you know darkness and you know, there's a lot of pain that we put into our records, but then we try to balance that with the flip side as well. Um, <laughs> sorry, man, I lost track of the question. I apologize. No, that's all right. I was just saying, is there any kind of concept or themes that kept on um, coming up and that's what took the direction for this album? Yeah, so the title of the record, there was, there was sort of a, a, a thing about that that permeated through, but... I think Jesse's mentioned this before too. We really kind of sit down and just write a collection of songs. We're not necessarily conceptual when we put together songs. I think retrospectively sequencing is really important and how that ties together. And it's kind of funny how it ends up being something that seems like it was supposed to be there all along. But yeah, typically speaking, we just kind of work each one separately. Like it's the most important song in the world each time and then move on to the next one. And then when we step back, we noticed that there is a collection and there's sort of a through line, but it's sort of um, serendipitous how that works out. You guys found yourself in a really weird situation. Ways We Haunt came out and did well and, and got a fan base for you guys, and then the world went into lockdown with a pandemic. How did you guys spend that time, and was that a difficult time for you guys not to get discouraged because of the time that it had come in your career? Um, I would say we took advantage of that time because we were able to spend a lot of time. We were we were fortunate enough that we were able to spend a lot of time writing uh, during that time um, and trying to get connections. So you know, talking to people and whatnot. And we had we got the nuclear blast deal and all that stuff. Um, and we you know even even our our bigger tour opportunity with Chevelle came during that time. So it was kind of, yeah, the world was in lockdown, but 
you know, we, we kept our heads down and we just kept, kept doing what we love to do and just, you know, stayed locked in the basement and kept writing. Yeah. It kind of, it drug on, man. But to be honest, like since this band's been around, we've done a lot of our work, like in the studio, writing songs, like trying to get our stuff out there online. Um, we, we haven't toured as much as some of our contemporaries in the starting years of the band, um, just because we hadn't really had the opportunities. So, you know, when it was in lockdown and we were writing this record, it wasn't too much different than what we were used to. Um, like I said, it drug on a little longer than what we were used to, but we use the time like we always do. We get together, we get in the basement, we write music. The deal with Nuclear Blast, tell us a little bit about that. How did that come about and, and what does that mean for you guys? Um, it came about, it's just, you know, it's kind of strange. It's just a string of people that we knew. Um, our old manager, you know, knew a booking agent, our booking agent knew our manager, and then our manager got us connected with Nuclear Blast. Um, we had a few labels to choose from, but they seemed like the best fit for us. Um, and, uh, it was just kind of a domino effect, you know, it was, it was, it's hard to like trace back exactly what it was, but definitely every opportunity led to the next one. Um, Chevelle taking us on tour was a, a big part of it. I think people hearing mm-hmm. our name. Yeah. So, um, and like what it's done for our band, I would, you know, I, or what we hope to do with our, with the nuclear blast deal is, you know, we just, we just hope that it garners more opportunities and we can get on the road and perform for people more and uh because touring has always been a uh you know a thing that we've always wanted to stay consistent with but you know we've never we've never found that right groove but we feel like it's coming we have some good booking agents working with that we're working with now and we got some stuff on the horizon so uh which you guys will hear from shortly so awesome now you've both mentioned the chevelle tour there as well how important was that in the history of the band for you guys? Like, because it did get your name out there and got you noticed by a lot of people. What was that tour like for you guys? And, and were you aware of of what it was doing for the band at that time as well? Yeah, I think we. Uh, I think as soon as we got the news that it was going down, um, we freaked out. Yeah, we freaked out, and that wasn't just the mushrooms that we had eaten. It was really like we knew the opportunity was crazy. And- from the time that we got that news, uh, we knew it was going to do a lot for us. So, man, there's so many things. It's kind of hard to list. Like, being in that environment, seeing what it's like for a top-tier band to perform, like, all the responsibilities, uh, not to mention the freedom um, and just the scope of everything, the production, playing for that many people every night. Uh, it gave us an insight into, I think, what it would take for us to hopefully get to that point and also uh, give us – uh, even more of a thirst, you know, and the fire has always been burning for us. But when we get, when we had that opportunity, it would just ignited it even further. So it just, I know for myself, it just, it really made me just want to keep working harder and make that to where we could do it as much as possible, you know? Definitely. Now, bringing it back to the new album, you guys mentioned before about testing yourselves with the writing process, but the, this also feels like this is an album where you guys were willing to do a lot of things different musically as well tell us a little bit about that because there's a grittiness and an aggression that comes through on this album that that, that's fresh and new um were you guys aware of that when you were recording yeah i think i think earlier on in the process of writing this record like 
I, I wouldn't say that we've like found we've 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 found our you know identity as a band. Like we're always searching. We're always just exploring and trying to come up with new sounds. And we treat you know each song as its own entity. So, but yeah, I, I think early on we we noticed that we noticed that there was more like heavy elements that were coming out compared to ways we haunt, I would say. Um, yeah, for sure. Do do you think there was a reason for that or did that just happen with a natural kind of evolution? I think, yeah, evolution. And, you know, a lot of it depends on, you know, what, what have we been digging on, you know, lately in the past week, month, year, um, you know, some of us in the band are a little bit more, prog rock minded some of us are a little bit more into the heavy shit some of us like more melodic stuff but i think in that venn diagram there's a big center where we all meet um i know i don't mind it when we go heavier because i listen to a lot of heavy music myself but i do love the melodic stuff we do too so i think it was just happenstance how that turned out um and i know from my perspective i sort of I'm at the whim of where my friends are taking it, but the good news is we hang out so often. We're always kind of in a similar mind state. So anytime I hear what they've been working on, it's almost like it's familiar, even though I've never heard it before. Yeah. yeah it's hard. It's, it's hard to put our finger on like why, you know what it is. It's just, you know, you're, you're a subject to the, to the environment. So you worked with Jamie King again this time around. Uh, tell us a little bit about Jamie, what he's like to work with, and, and what you feel he brings to your music. Yeah, Jamie, man, he's a total dude. Like, we we grew up, like, five minutes down the road from him, and even though we didn't know him growing up, um, it was crazy. When we did Ways We Haunt with him, it was so refreshing to work with somebody of his caliber <laughs> that also lived right down the road from us, so... And we listened. We grew up listening. Yeah, and it's it, it's kind of like hard to explain, man, because we come from a town where like there's not a lot of this kind of music going on exactly. Um, so for us to find each other as friends and as a band, and then on top of it have Jamie right down the road to be like he's our guy, you know, at this point our producer. So, uh, it's it's really cool how that that worked out. Um, to work with him, and we're constantly just like blown away by the the ease that he just lays stuff down, man. He's so quick when he works and we can kind of be a little neurotic. So he's, he's the best type of dude to deal with what we got going on. Awesome. Well guys, we're going to play pleasure cruise on our show right now. So what would you like to say to everybody out there? Not only before they listen to this amazing single, but before they go out and grab a copy of the album as well. Uh, well, if they grab a copy, then thanks, you know, and even just listening, dude, we appreciate, we appreciate your time for, uh, give it spreading the word about our band and playing our music and for anybody that listens to it we love you man and we hope to be in australia yes playing shows very soon very soon and we love australian music <laughs> yeah we're inspired by australian music and we love you guys awesome well we cannot wait for that announcement to come through because we cannot wait to see you guys play live but for all of our listeners right now this is pleasure cruise by stellar circuits Cheers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.